Listener Production. We had the latest on Aussie jobs growth today. How did our share market react? And we've had an avalanche of earnings results. Let's unpack it. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 15th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura. Stevie. It's Thursday. Markets bounce back from a nasty little loosing streak that the market was putting together. Three days of losses. Snapped. How amazing is that? So at the moment, we are leading into the close. The market's up 0.7%. And if we end there, that means we've erased all of yesterday's losses. And it's been quite a choppy week so far. I mean, yesterday our market fell back and it was mainly because of losses out of the US and they had hotter than expected inflation there. So markets very closely watching any developments on what prices are doing there. So now the expectation that there could be a rate cut in the US by May has dropped to about a 30% chance. A couple of days ago, before this inflation data, it was at 60%. But something that did receive attention today locally was an update on Aussie jobs growth, temporarily giving us a little bit of a boost. Yeah, and it wasn't what any of us had expected, right? So here at CBA, our economists were expecting to see 40,000 jobs being added. And the result was essentially flat, only 500. Exactly. 500 jobs added is not much. It was 50 times less than what the market was broadly expecting. Over the past, just to give you a sense of what this actually means, over the past 12 months on average, we've had about 29,000 jobs added monthly. So the fact we've only had 500 jobs added is quite disappointing. But also in December, we had you know roughly 62,000 jobs lost, about 100,000 full-time positions lost as well. So this is a continued sign that the labour market is cooling in Australia, even though you know December and Jan are kind of difficult months to predict because of Christmas and school holidays. It is a sign that the economy is cooling a bit, and I guess it just increases the likelihood of a rate cut later this year. Yeah, exactly. So as you mentioned, it is good news for interest rates here in Australia. So we have seen inflation slowing faster than expected. So that's been good. And then now on top of that, we're seeing the labour market cooling. This is just a recipe for the Reserve Bank to open the idea of rate cuts coming sooner rather than later. So at the moment, we don't know exactly when they're coming. Mishy B., Uh, The RBA governor hasn't told us exactly when they're coming, but this is definitely moving in the right direction. Absolutely. As far as what the expectations are from CBA economists at the moment, the first cut could come around September and then maybe a couple more by the end of the year. But these things change depending on what the data is showing us. Now, looking across the sectors, most of them are higher, but we're really seeing tech stocks shooting the lights out. They're at their highest levels since early 2022. And this is mostly based on one stock lifting, which we'll get to in just a moment, Altium. But we're also seeing the property space up quite significantly as well, up around 3.5%. Consumer staples And consumer discretionary as well, up 2.5%. Yeah, and these are interest rate sensitive areas of our market as well, which seem to be responding well. But on the other end, we are seeing energy stocks down most. They're down in the order of around 2%. Yep, and mining stocks, telcos, because of some uh, results that we've had as well. So this is an interesting month. It's reporting season, of course, and some really big movers are continuing to be companies that are releasing their results, some good, some not so positive. Before we get to those, though, software company Altium, was one stock that uh, really shot the lights out 29% higher at the moment. This is the software company that's the third largest tech stock on the Aussie share market in an already tiny tech sector. Now, the reason why it's jumped so much is it's agreed to a $9.1 billion takeover offer by 
a Japanese chip company. And the reason why its shares are surging is that the offer's about 33% higher to what the company was valued at on the market just yesterday. And Altium three years ago already rejected a takeover bid from a US group, but good day for Altium shareholders today. Just want to clarify there, it's not potato chips, it's computer chips. Oh, you mean with uh, the, the chip the, company? The chip company. Just Correct. wanted to make that clear because it actually could be confused. It would be. It would be an interesting acquisition. It a would be, but company for we a just need, chip to, company, we just need to make sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> you're right. Thank you. Telstra, Australia's largest telco, was out with tough year results. They were relatively mixed. It did report a lift in revenue. Profit jumped 11.5% in the six months to December. This was largely driven by a strong performance from its mobile business, seeing almost 1 million new mobile users, and that was partly thanks to that outage from Optus back in November last year, which saw many Optus customers switching over to Telstra as their service provider. The thing that held Telstra back in its results, though, was the underperformance of its network applications and services business, or NAS for short. That includes things like NBN and cloud services. The disappointing performance saw Telstra narrow its earnings guidance for the year, and this saw Telstra shares down in the order of around 2.5% today. One of the winners on the market today, Treasury Wine Estates, which is up around uh, 3% at the moment. It released some results. Half-year profit actually fell by 11%, which was actually just shy of what the market was hoping for. But the share still rose and it seemed to be on excitement about China. So Treasury Wine Estate said it's planning on wine shipments or making some shipments of wine to China in the second half of the year because China's currently reviewing tariffs, which have been on Aussie wine since 2020. That's important because it's a very important market for uh, winemakers. Treasury Wine Estates was making about a third of its sales in China each year before these tariffs went into place. West Farmers was an interesting one today. Of course, this one was out with its results as well, and they were better than expected. First of all, this is a company that owns well-known brands like Bunnings, Officeworks, Priceline, Kmart, Target. All of you would be aware of those brands. It made $1.4 billion in net profit over the six months to December. That beat analyst expectations. And this was mostly thanks to one business in particular, which was Kmart. Its earnings hit a record high, so it's never made more money ever. West Farmers made $26 billion dollars. Six billion of that was just Kmart. So they're doing pretty well. And of course, this comes on the back of us all feeling those cost of living pressures. It's had customers switching to the discount store. West Farmers also said it'll pay an interim dividend of 91 cents per share. That's up from 88 cents per share the same time last year. Today, its share price hit its highest level in about three years. A toddler loves running around Kmart. It's we have that in common then. What you get, you like I running around like, as well? I also like going around Kmart. Not, um, probably not running. Fair enough. Magellan, 4.5% higher. This is a money manager and uh, released its results today, which were a little mixed and underwhelming overall. But the reason perhaps why its shares rose is it's hiring a new boss to turn the company around. Sophia Romani, who has plenty of experience in the fund management industry, and we'll see how she does. But Magellan has... Managing something like a third of the money it used to be investing just a few years ago. So it's not an easy job and Magellan doing well today. 
Origin Energy had a whopper six months. Its profit more than doubled to $995 million. And that was mostly thanks to all of us because we're all paying more for electricity. So we're all well aware that energy prices have been hiked quite a bit and that certainly helped Origin do well. But they also said there's been strong international demand for gas and it's seen a spike in growth of its UK business as well. Absolutely. So let's look forward let's. to tonight. There'll be a few things to watch. Plenty of economic data actually out of the US, which our friends uh, Ryan and Tom, no doubt, will talk about tomorrow. Things like the latest on retail spending, uh, factory activity, uh, manufacturing, import and export prices, the property market, and also quite a few US companies out with their profit results, including Coinbase, Liberty Global, but none that are really market moving. And then tomorrow here in Australia, there won't be any economic news, but we have more companies out with results, believe it or not. ASX, QBE Insurance, Ingham's, the chicken producer, IAG, Cleanway, Waste Management, and a few others. No one I know eats as much chicken as you. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. Surely you'll be, you'll be talking about that one Poached tomorrow. chicken is my favourite. <laughs> um, on that note, everyone, have a great evening. And you too, Laura, of course. And you we'll as well. See you tomorrow. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.